Jesus Christ is the light of the world. Right, Olivia? Can you all say that with me? Jesus Christ is the light of the world. Two more times. Jesus Christ is the light of the world. Jesus Christ is the light of the world. I hope you take that away from this Mass. That's what this is all about. Jesus is the light that comes into the darkness. Let me tell you something about this feast, this feast of the presentation of the Lord, also known as Candle Mass. That's why we have lots of candles. We bless candles to take them to our houses. This feast is pretty old. Now, you might know some old people, some elderly people. A couple of priests yesterday, a couple of really old priests yesterday, became even older. Does anyone know how old those two priests are? Does anyone know? 62, good guess. Eliana? 25, that's right. One more guess. Trinity? Six and nine, you got it, Trinity. Yep. They were some, something like 37 and 30 years, 38 years old. So that's pretty old. How old is the Catholic Church? Nora? 1,000 years old. That's really old, isn't it? Let's, let's keep guessing. Ava? More than 100 years old. That's correct. Sadie? Thousands. How many thousands? Joseph? Two thousand years old. The Catholic Church, you thought those two priests were old? The Catholic Church is 2,000 years old. Now, what about this feast? This feast that we're celebrating right now. How many years have Christians, Catholics, been celebrating this feast? Michael? How many? Three years. That's true. Three years. A few more than that. Nadia? 100. A lot more than that. Eliana? A thousand. We're getting close. 1,600 years. We've been doing this in one way or another for 1,600 years. Let me read to you a little writing from a saint from that period, from, the year, for, from around the year 600. So after this had been happening already for a couple of hundred years. His name was Saint Sophronius. By the way, he died at the age 78. That's not very old. Here's what he said. In honor of the divine mystery that we celebrate today, let us all hasten to meet Christ. Everyone should be eager to join the procession and to carry a light. That sounds familiar. Did we just do that? Our lighted candles are a sign of the divine splendor of the one who comes to expel the dark shadows of evil and to make the whole universe radiant with brilliance of his eternal life. Remember, Christ, Jesus Christ, is the light of the world. And Jesus Christ comes into a world of darkness, just like we just came into a 
church of darkness, and we brought in the light. Our candles also show how bright our souls should be when we go to meet Christ. So we want our souls to be clean. That's why in the beginning of Mass, we say, let us call to mind our sins and ask for forgiveness so that our souls can be clean. The Mother of God, the most pure virgin, carried the true light in her arms and brought him to those who lay in darkness. This is a gift that the Blessed Virgin Mary presented in the temple to Simeon and Anna, presenting the baby Jesus, the light of the world, to a world of darkness. We too should carry a light for all to see and reflect the radiance of the true life as we hasten to meet, to meet Him. How can we reflect the radiance of the light? There is one word that I'm looking for here. How can we reflect the radiance of the life of Christ? What are you all learning every week to help you to reflect the light of Christ? Emilio? Virtues. The more we develop our virtues, the more we reflect the light of Christ. The light has come and and has shone upon a world enveloped in shadows. The day spring from on high has visited us and given light to those who live in darkness. This then is our feast. Remember, this was written 1400 years ago. This then is our feast, and we join in procession with lighted candles to reveal the light that has shone upon us and the glory that is yet to come to us through Him. So let us all hasten together to meet our God. We're going to get to meet our God once again here pretty soon, aren't we? Pretty soon here, right here on this altar, right here on this table, our Lord is going to come to us again, and we're going to get to meet Him. By faith we too embrace Christ, the salvation of God the Father, as He came to us from Bethlehem. Remember Christmas, just a couple of, just a few weeks ago? More precisely, 40 days ago, Jesus came to us in Bethlehem. Gentiles before, we have now become the people of God. Our eyes have seen God incarnate, and because we have seen Him present among us and have mentally received Him into our arms, we're called to the new Israel. So Jesus came in Bethlehem, and then Mary and Joseph presented Him in the temple to Simeon and Anna. They received Him physically in their arms. Now we can receive Him mentally into ourselves. But we can receive Him more than just mentally. I'll get to that in a second. Now, I just said it's been 40 days since Christmas. A few weeks ago, somebody had a question about why is the number 40 in the Scriptures so special? And I looked this up, and the number 40, throughout a number of cultures, represents new life, new growth, transformation, a change from one great task to another great task. For example, how many weeks is a, is a mother pregnant? Lucy? Trinity? 40 weeks? A mother is pregnant for about 40 weeks. And look at all these examples. The great flood that lasted 40 days and nights. Moses fasted for 40 days and nights. To prepare to receive the law. The Israelites wandered in the desert for 40 years. The manna rained down on the Israelites for 40 years. The prophet Elijah walked for 40 days. Jesus fasted for 40 days. We'll begin ready to, to do that during Lent. Not fast for 40 days, but to unite our, ourselves, our fast and our sacrifices to the Lord who fasted for 40 days. Jesus ascended into heaven 40 days after his glorious resurrection from the dead. 
And so how many days is it fitting to celebrate Christmas for? 40 days. 40. Is that what you're going to say, Olivia? Yeah, 40 days. So next year, if you, can, if you want to do this, next year you can keep your Christmas trees and your nativity sets up for 40 days. Until today, until the February 2nd, the presentation of the Lord. So now we're going to turn to the table, to the altar, and we're going to see our Lord come down in the shape of bread and wine. His body and blood is going to be presented to us. We can now receive him. We can meet him again. We can greet him into ourselves. A lot of us can receive him sacramentally, and others can't yet. But there's a book in your pews, a blue book, that has a prayer in the back called Spiritual Communion. So you can pray that to help you to remain focused on the Mass to receive Jesus into yourselves. That way we can grow in virtue and reflect His light evermore. So just remember, Jesus Christ is the light of the world. And we can say that to ourselves throughout the rest of the Mass. Especially if we get unsettled, we can say, Jesus Christ is the light of the world. Can you, can you all say that with me? We'll say it kind of quietly. We'll say it three times. Jesus Christ is the light of the world. Jesus Christ is the light of the world. Jesus Christ is the light of the world.